Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Coming up on TMS, that Asian kid's a hoot. Welcome to the Frog Pants Cafeteria. It's a lovely place. Keep your schnauzer out of my schnitzel. No show Wednesday. Brian is a daddy apologist. Damn right. Explore the prostate. AT&T and TNT. Charles Emerson Cheese III. No time for Oscars, Dr. Jones. Catch up on your hooker culture. The rodent runs on floppies. When you think of wooden marching bands, think of Trojan. How are we supposed to watch Wapner? Papa Williams takes the court. Scott does math, app slappy edition, and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Hi, I'm Jan from Jan's RV Rentals, and this is my uh, business associate, Jenny. Hi. You seem human, and yet, what do you hear? The Morning Stream. Don't order the snitchel. They're using Schnauzer. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It's the Morning Stream for Monday, March 13th, 2023. We got ourselves a 31323. Woo! 03 Woo! Look at all the threes. Lots of threes. Yeah, unless you're, uh, let's see, if you're in Europe, it's 1303, or wait. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. You Is that right? right? Okay. Yeah. yeah, we forget how they do crap over there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fine how you do it. You know, you always know when you're working with a Canadian, because <laughs> like on all my shows, see the tabs down there, they have the date the way you and I do it. The American way, damn it. Yep. The way exactly. I, when I go into the show notes for core, Bo always does our new tab, and it's always the weird other way. Because he's a Canadian. Damn it, you're See, our hat. Get in line, Canada. I personally, I would prefer if everybody adopts the format year, month, day. Because then you can sort by that and it'll always be, mm. regardless of, of uh, 
you know, whatever else you do, but the changing of the millennium, whatever, um, it'll always sort correctly. That's right. It's alphanumerically uh, more usable and it's like a spreadsheet or something. Absolutely. Why don't we all do that already? Let's just all do that because then you'll say, and then you're, uh, <laughs> Matuba says I'm a commie. Oh. I mean, the problem with that is then like, oh, hey, what what uh, what day is the uh, the concert? Oh, that's going to be 2023 March 5th. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. But you could still say like in common like like communication, you could say, oh, that's uh, next uh, next November. It's the 13th. Like you right. don't have to get exactly. super into the weeds. Yeah. So I, you know what? I vote for this change. Let's make it happen on the next ballot. Uh, yeah. Let's be like Canada. Canada. All right, moving on. We got a few things to talk about today because yeah. the Oscars happened. Damn it! And uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, look, I'm okay. So just a little setup here. This isn't anything new. In years past, it's been true also. But it's kind of rare I get to see the Oscars because I've been unplugged from regular old cables slash similar services since 2007, and. Uh, as a result, the Oscars aren't readily available in a, as a mm. as a sort of on a streaming service thing, unless you pay up to like YouTube TV or you pay up to Hulu TV or one of these yeah. things that has like a bundle service. I, I, I got grandfathered early on to the AT and T TV before it switched to Direct TV. I think there's <laughs> four more T's in there. Direct TV. All the yeah, T's. That's it. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, well, I don't ever want to get rid of this because I've got the lowest price i can pay for every channel so i want bbc america great i can watch bbc america i want that concert thing i can watch that because you know what otherwise you can't freaking watch jeopardy there's no streaming jeopardy except whatever netflix decides they want to give you the college tournament yeah which is like four episodes that you don't care about it's like come on man yeah that's a daily jeopardy and i can't do it otherwise i agree i I mean how are we supposed to watch wapner later anyway the point is (laughs) Uh, deep cut the the uh, the I just refuse <laughs> and I wish I was grandfathered into a better deal and I'm not damn it so I, I just I'm like ah forget it and I'll get the news the next day plus I kind of find the whole thing a little bit cringe leading up I like the awards I want people to win shit like yeah. I, I love movies I'm a movie guy I like I, I love all that but the pomp the circumstance and all that stuff around it I guess it's not really my jam however we like to talk about the winners and the and the nominees on the show and stuff and now we yeah. have an official uh, list. Now, if I go back in time, Brian, let's take a time machine. Sure. Okay. All right. And I go all the way back to the, the harp noise. To the <laughs> I go back to the weekend. We'll we'll do two time uh, three time travel skips. One time travel skip. I go back to the year nineteen eighty four, and I, Brian and I are in the movie theater. Okay, it's you and me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're fifteen, fourteen, whatever we are. And you and I go to a movie, and we're going to see Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Sure, sure. So you and I are in seats. This could happen, and you know, there's a scenario where we are that age, and we could be in a, right. the same theater. So this if, isn't that if crazy. everything, everywhere, all at once has told us anything. It's right. that every possibility exists in some in some version of the multiverse. So yes. absolutely. So you and I are sitting there, great seats, popping corn, you know, all the things. <laughs> I hope that it's done for me, but okay. This it's all, maybe, no, it's know, all it's all done. Theaters are different. Okay, Let's say it's all done for you. And you got the drink, yeah, whatever your choice is. Maybe you went full swamp water where you just got every flavor because we're dicks when we're 14. I don't know. <laughs> sure, sure. So then we're watching this thing and we're like, ah, this funny Asian kid. Boy, he's a hoot. One day, and I say to you this, this is how you would know I was a time traveler. Yeah. I'd say one day, Brian, 
this guy say year 2023 this guy's gonna win a best supporting actor uh, oscar <laughs> and we both would have had a great laugh and then watched the movie right you know it would be better if we were if, if we time traveled back to 1992 mm. and saw the great film encino man uh, starring Polly yeah. Shore, because then we could have said, "Boy, could you imagine if two of these people won acting Oscars in, uh, yeah. <laughs> in, yeah, in thirty years?" <laughs> yeah, people forget those two. Those two were in that movie together. Very they small were, role yeah. for uh, Quan, but it was still, you know, it was a moment. Still enough. Yeah, um, yeah uh, Kimmel uh, hosting last night even brought that up. He said, "This is a very sad day for Polly Shore." <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a pretty good joke. That's pretty good. Yeah. His uh, best joke yeah. of the night. I will say this, and and this only really makes sense if you've seen an uh, AMC theater or if, if you've been to an AMC theater in the last uh, uh, three years, two years, however long it's been. Mm. But he says, "Oh, it's really good to see Nicole Kidman uh, tonight. Looks like she's finally been released from that abandoned AMC theater." <laughs> oh man! <laughs> because wow. before, it, before uh, when you go to an AMC theater, before you even get the uh, the, the previews, or no, it's after the previews before the feature mm. you get this weird video of what looks like a funko pop version of nicole kidman because uh, her head's really big and her body's really really small and her her, her eyes kind of look dead uh anyway walking through an abandoned amc theater saying you thank you for coming back to the films heartbreak just feels better in a place like this and she's you know watching <laughs> oh, so this she's is watching like... some strange movie that's an amalgamation of wonder woman la la land uh creed and uh i can't remember what the fourth one is because hmm. this is some dark days of 2020 kind of business it is it's basically saying please come back to the theaters and she's sitting in an empty theater talking to people who are in a theater uh, wow well, that's fantastic. And you can do this with everybody, by the way. Go back to Halloween. Go back to 1978 or 9, whatever it was, and watch yeah. Halloween. And you yeah. go, that lady right there, she's going to be a Best Supporting Actress one day. Right. And uh, you might, you, maybe maybe she was awesome then, and you still and you would have been correct. And you, But you would be. Jamie Lee Curtis, well done. All these people. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like Michelle Yeoh was a, just a... You know, we've just been waiting for this, so it's not like that big Pretty of a much. surprise. I, I was predicting Kate Blanchett just because I wanted to. I knew everything all everywhere all at once was going to be huge, and it already had a huge night at the Golden Globes. I thought, you know, let's see if uh, um, let's see if the Fablemans, which I feel uh, I don't think was a better movie, but I feel is like more the stuff that Hollywood likes to pat themselves on the back for. Oh yeah, because it's basically. Yeah. Steven Spielberg's autobiography. Yeah. I really want to know though if if the same thing happened with uh, his mom that Michelle Williams uh, did oh. in the movie. But anyway, oh. uh, <laughs> anyway, um, personally, Banshees of Sharon was my favorite of the of the ten this year of the Best Picture nominees. Hilariously, it's the only one of the ten I've seen. <laughs> well, no, you've seen Top Gun Maverick. Come oh on. yeah, I saw Top Gun. That's right. I always just like throw that one to the side because I knew it wasn't going to win, but you know. And put your and 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 you know, figure out a way. Maybe uh, maybe eat a, a a Mike Tyson ear CBD gummy beforehand and go see uh, Avatar in the theaters before it leaves theaters because that even with a big TV and I know you've got this big beautiful 4K TV, the theater experience is the way to yeah. But why a gummy? Why a gummy to see Avatar? What's that about? So you can put up with the other things that are, that are crap about the AMC theater, oh. the other people basically. <laughs> the oh, theater now close I get to it you now. might require some sort of like uh, <laughs> I need a sensory to go, okay. deprivation to to get away from the other people. Yeah, I do. I do hate 
theater people. But uh, all right, so let's let's look at how things went. I mean, everything everywhere all at once basically swept everything. Um, they did, and then, and you know what? This is so dumb. Part of me was like, I hear this news as it's coming out, right? Because I'm not watching it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Part of me's like, um, well, where were you in 2015 when? Fury Road was that year's everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> I know yeah. this is a very specific opinion that I hold, but that ga- that movie was nominated like crazy and then, you know, didn't win its two major uh mm-hmm. directing or or best picture things. It feels like this is kind of like a movie like that. Not it's not like that, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like a, right, but a no, genre it's film. The, exactly. It's outside of the what what, you know, Oscar usually picks for kind of the mainstream thing. Like Right. Uh, women talking is very much in that in that straight and narrow that um, that Hollywood likes to do. I think three surprises in that list really: everything, everywhere, all at once, Avatar, and Top Gun. Yeah, I feel like feel like they're outside of what Hollywood usually picks for these sorts of things. Do you think it's because we went to the ten? And it used to be shorter list, and now yeah. now the ten just allows for more. You know? Yeah, but ten, but the other the two that maybe should have been in there, from what I hear, uh, Till. Um, and, um, shoot, what was the other one? Um, there was another one that, that should have been in the list that, uh, that people, there was a lot of talk about that, but maybe should have been in there instead of Elvis. Elvis, Elvis just didn't belong in there at all. Elvis, I thought was, Elvis, I thought was, was a good Baz Luhrmann movie, but not a very good movie overall. Yeah. Good point. (laughs) So I went into this thing thinking that, oh, I had a question because I haven't found anything about this. Every year, the previous winner of the major awards Mm -hmm. gives the award for that new year. Did Will Smith come out there? Uh Uh-uh. No. (laughs) He didn't. It was Harrison. Oh, no. Harrison Ford did Best Picture. Who did Best Actor? They had... Um, so that breaks with tradition. Chastain. It's not a. It's not a hard, fast law. It's a typical, like it's a usually kind of thing. What did he win last year? Best actor. Yeah, Chat room. Yeah, best actor for that uh, for the the tennis movie. The uh, uh, dad with two Grandpa ladies. Papa Williams. Yeah, <laughs> Daddy Williams. Daddy Williams. Yeah. Papa Williams takes the court. Dot com. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, then. So was he there at all? They didn't show him. Uh, and there were lots. There. there were lots of jokes about, you know, yeah, if you decide to run up on stage. They did a great cut to a whole bunch of people in the audience who, it looked like they were kind of responding to it. Like, you know, Jimmy said, "Well, if you if you want to come up and slap me for something I said, here's all the people you're going to have to get through." Mm. And he listed all these people, and the camera would cut to them, including people like uh, uh, Steven Spielberg and Andrew Garfield. That's great. That's great. <laughs> They should have, you know what they should have had? Carlton, that actor that plays Carlton should have been the guy. Put him up there. You know who I'm talking about? uh, No. Carlton from the show, from uh, Fresh Prince and Bel Air. Yeah. Get him him up there instead of him. He's too busy doing the America's Funniest Home Videos or whatever. All right. But I see see the reference, right? Yeah. uh, Yeah, it's just kind of a joke. Uh, Also, DJ Jazzy Jeff, he would have been good. Oh, someone in the chat said that. (laughs) Anyway, well, that, that's a shame, but uh, but lots of jokes. Eh? I was wor- I was wondering if they'd even bring it up, but it sounds like they had fun. Because with it. they had a host this year, it got brought up, and especially because that host was Jimmy Kimmel, who already jokes about you know him nonstop anyway. That's true. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, best you know everything everywhere all at once. Excellent. Tina's like you know I'm I'm glad it's doing well. People seem to like that movie. I didn't like it. Mm. 
<laughs> or I should have done it in her voice. That's really good for them. Good for them. Everything, everywhere at once. Hey, look. Sometimes you can't ever, things can't be for everyone. You know, mm-hmm. it's okay. It's not a problem. No. But for people like you, Scott, who um, you know who didn't watch it for whatever reason, and all this stuff, of course, I think is available on YouTube. Uh, here is here are the things you want to go back and watch videos of. Ready? All right, go. You've got uh, Ki Hui Kwan's uh, win and his his speech. You've got uh, Brendan Fraser's speech. Yeah. And end of list. End of li- and and then and, and end of list. And, yes, end that of, was end of end of line. Yeah. Okay. There were no. For me, and maybe somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but there were there were uh, no like, oh my god, that can't you've got to go back and see that no can't miss moments. It was a very by the book, very, you know, it was you get to see Jamie Lee Curtis finally winning, and her reaction was great. Kiwi Kwan, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the dance scene for Nacho Nacho, Nacho which I'm going to call Nacho Nacho instead. Of oh, Nacho, were those Nacho. guys? Did they do the triple R guys? Were they there? doing it they were there that the, it wasn't the guys but it was um the guys were there but they weren't up on stage they, oh that's a shame mm-hmm. i still think that thing would have been cool to see in a higher higher light here at this event but whatever yeah yeah uh but yeah this thing won everything watched that yet have you no i still haven't it's still two it, parts split into two parts that's the only way i'm gonna do it scene. it's the yeah. only way i'm gonna do it last night look i used three hours of my day yesterday to catch up on last of us so i could see the finale oh which i did and i got all I the way seen done the finale yet, so no spoilers no but. spoilers at all um it's very good and ends great uh in my opinion but uh cool. yeah so we did that so i'm like after we got done i said well honey that was as long as it would have taken us to get through triple r and she's like yeah, but when did we get three hours? I go, we just did. We just had three yeah. hours. Yeah, you know. But I had to watch that, and now we're gonna watch. We're, we're gonna watch Triple R. That's coming up. Cool. Please do. Please, I also signed it, up. It, I signed up for Showtime today, this morning, oh. so that I can watch everything everywhere all at once because it's the only place cool. you can get it. It is the only place you can get it. And look back at my. Maybe I need to. So, like you did for me with the Steam Deck and giving me a recommended uh, bunch of games. Yeah. I'm gonna do the same for you with Showtime from my recommendals over the last uh, couple months so that you can basically say, uh, great, I'll cancel, so get Showtime and immediately cancel Showtime so you get one month yeah, and I'm going to give you a, all the other things that you should watch. Okay, that month. nice. I know one of them is that Yellow Jackets <laughs> business or is that them? Yes. That is yes, them. Yes, Yellow Jackets is Showtime. I'd also say the uh, the Joseph Gordon-Levitt history of Uber Oh, that, show, that's, that's uh, just super, a, which I hate the name super pumped because it's no, it I sounds it. like such a bro show but yeah which I guess was the point but it, that thing's what yeah. six episodes or something it's not very yeah. long quick yeah. watch and it's fast and it's got it's got coach Taylor so come oh on. shit yeah. well I didn't know that I'm in I love that guy yeah. I watch anything and, and the uh, wife from uh, Halton Catch Fire that we all like Carrie oh uh, um... it's Carrie something can't remember <sighs> that's how much we like her we can't remember her name yeah exactly she's so great whatever her name is so uh, all i can think is carrie condon but she was not obviously she was banshees yeah carrie bachet thank you wabbit there you yeah. go did uh let's see i was gonna ask you another question about something sure. what was it oh black panther went your way wakanda forever got they got the isn't that the one you picked i think you it picked is that. yeah for costume which yeah. come on it's full of costumes how could it not win yeah uh it yep. didn't get Angela Bassett didn't get it. I was rooting for her and I mean I was happy to see Jamie Lee Curtis win as well, but uh Yeah. Um I was hoping Angela Bassett would get it. My 
all my shorts. No, I take that back. I did. I did pick the right animated short film, but I didn't pick the right live action or documentary shorts. Um, Irish goodbye for live action Irish, short. Yeah. And what was and the best animated? The boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. So, uh, boy and mole is what I picked for for animated. I'm trying to remember what documentary was. Was it? Um, well, I'm looking right here. I can't uh, find it. Uh, cinematography. Oh, no. Let's see. Yeah, that was Irish Goodbye. Was it Elephant? Oh, Elephant Whispers, which we weren't able to watch. Oh, there it is. Oh, that's, yeah, the one you didn't see. The one we didn't see. That's funny. Um, Isn't that always the way? I watched My Year of Dicks yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah it's very good. Yeah. It is very good. Yeah. It's, not, it's as a, good as, not as good as Ice Merchants. Well, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to watch yes. them all. But uh, that, I started with that. So Watch... If I give you, if you could, if you only do three shorts, Ice Merchants animated, and then two live action, uh, Night Ride and uh, Le Pupil, which is on Disney Plus. The other two are on YouTube. All right, all right. I got. I finally found a really a good definitive list that had all this stuff, and it has links. Oh, I good. should share that. Ooh, too. Send me a link. I'll yeah. send you a link Reach. as well. Yeah. Anyway, awesome. I feel a little yeah, bad for Banshees. They got uh, ignored. They really did. Yeah. Um, that's a shame. It's, it's too bad because it's that's such a great movie. And uh, Brendan and Colin were in the front. They brought out the donkey. Yeah. And Jenny the donkey was there. Of course. They were. <laughs> as well as Cocaine Bear. Oh, yeah. I heard uh, about the Cocaine Bear thing. Did that just, did everyone want to cringe with that or was that fine? Uh, it was funny when Cocaine Bear was, well, funny. The bar, the bar for funny at the Oscars is a different bar than what's what's very funny. But it's a pretty low uh, bar. Yeah. The cocaine bear with Elizabeth Banks was kind of funny. The cocaine bear her, uh, harassing Malala for for cocaine was not quite as funny. That was more on the cringe. That seems a little cringy. Yeah, that was a little cringy. Yes. All right. Well. But nothing, nothing as crazy as Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, right? There were no moments like that. No, right. no moments at all like right. that. That's probably fine. We're better people when that doesn't happen. Yep. Exactly. Uh, all right. Excellent. Well, uh, if yeah. you if you uh, haven't seen any of the movies or shorts or any of that stuff, uh, it was a pretty banner year. Movies did good. It was this year. Yeah. That you know what else was great? Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two had some of the best horror movies I've ever seen. Yeah, and those don't get recognized at these Oscars. But no, but no. if you were like, man, I heard there were some good horror movies. Do not sleep on things like Barbarian and freaking Megan. Megan was yeah. awesome, and Smile. I love Smile. Smile yeah. scared the shit out of me. What's the one with the? Uh, I guess it's older one. The one with the black and white looking clown. Oh, um, it's a verb. No, it's a. Oh, it's uh, a uh, Annihilator, An- Freaky Outer, freak, freak, Terrifier. That's it. Terrifier. I still say Terrifier one's worse than two, but it, two is interesting. But those things that that movie is for people that want one hundred percent wall to wall slasher fanfic, and it's not as creative as the rest of these. I mean, there's some just some really good horror movies this last year. So we'll see what twenty twenty three brings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. At some point, we'll have uh, Monica on to talk about him too. I got a question about lyrics. Can I ask you this real fast? Please. You know, I'm a lyrics guy. Love me some lyrics. This uh, this old song by Bruce Springsteen, everybody's favorite American, you know, rocking yeah. dude. Yeah. Certainly <laughs> um, one of my favorite artists. Somebody reminded me, or somebody said this on Twitter, and it reminded me: if you just listen to the opening lyrics of "I'm on Fire," mm-hmm. here's how they go. Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Did he go away and leave you all alone? I got a bad desire. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, 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 I'm on fire. All right. Yeah. Why 
when it was on in the 80s, did it not occur to me how creepy this song is? And because does it mean- we're a lot closer to use of the word daddy, which people like look at these things and they like, oh, daddy, he said the word daddy must be talking about a father and daughter. Yeah. And they forget crap like the zombies time of the season. What's your name? Who's your daddy? Is he rich like me? Yeah. Or Hank Williams in 1948, long gone daddy or sugar, the term sugar daddy. Sugar daddy, right, right. So when when is one of these uh, thumpers going to start complaining about the word baby? Like, <laughs> You know, take me home tonight, baby. Oh, oh, he's talking about a baby. That's gross. He's a pedophile. <laughs> so, my God, can we quit thumping our little Bibles about terms like daddy? And- <laughs> I didn't realize, the, Brian. We're from the second verse because I get so irritated by crap like this. Got some fire in you on this one. I love it. Yeah. Well, this I mean, you look at the second verse and it's like, tell me now, baby, is he good to you? Does he do to, the, to you the things that I do? Yeah. Is he still talking? Because then, oh, it's competing pedophiles for this <laughs> small child's attention? Is that what's happening here? God, yeah. You guys need to all catch up on your hooker culture, okay? Exactly. Come Jeez on. Jeez Louise. Point me, to, point me to the Twitter poster, and I'm going to uh, unload with both barrels. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. No, because uh, it's Twitter, and I don't care about Yeah, who Twitter. cares? Screw Twitter. It doesn't matter. But uh, exactly. you know what? That actually sheds some light on that. I appreciate that. Yes. Seriously, I mean, how many people complain about the word "baby" in songs, and that and that is used ad infinitum, it, you know, or it, ad infinitum. It yes. might be the most used, honestly. It might be, might be. What do you? Is there a? There's probably some list that says most There's used words. Yeah, yeah, and it's probably not "baby." It's probably like "love." I bet you the word "love" is probably the most used. Oh, that's probably true. Song. Yeah, that's a good one. That might even have "baby" in it. You know, I love but you, I mean, baby. It, it's a very yeah, it's a very Johnny Cash kind of thing. Is it, Bruce Springsteen was inspired by Johnny Cash when he uh, wrote "I'm on Fire," and it's cool because several years later, Johnny Cash covered "I'm on Fire" on one of his American Comes Around albums, which is really cool. Oh, no, I didn't know that. All right, but, well then, yeah. everyone and that's quit. Where the, and that's where the little girl thing again. You know, it's little girl. It's a it's a term of of you know a term that's not used these days, but hey, little girl, you know, kind of referring to a a love interest or a, a thing like that. Or a it's, lady of the night. Well, there's that too. Lady. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so there you go. That's the definitive answer. Let's Don't... all freak out about words taken out of context in songs. It's a good we? time. It's a good time. All right, check this out. Let us now join with us, Mr. Brian Dunaway, who comes here on Mondays and Wednesdays to play a little game with this. This is a chance for us to give out some prizes to some people, and it's always good having him here. Hi, Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Oh, hi, Brian. Hi. How are what you? I walk into, baby. <laughs> hey, hey, are you are you saying that one of us is a small child? Are you saying I'm, a, I'm an infant? Is that what you're saying? You bastard. I am saying that. you are both immature little babies, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Hey, it's good to have you, mature baby, uh, with us today. And uh, oh, we're going to we're gonna play a little game. We got some prizes. We have contestants. Uh, Brian Ebbett here will explain how it all works. What's going on? I will do all of that. Uh, welcome to the morning Half Asses, a trivia game, baby, where I'm actually going to be giving you the answers. I'm going to give Scott and Brian a category and six possible answers, three of which are correct and three that are incorrect. Depending on how confident they feel with the category, they can provide one, two, or three guesses. But if any of those guesses are wrong, they get zero points for that round. Get one, 
gets you a point. Get two right, gets you three points, and get all three correct, you get five freaking points. The most points at the end of the game will win the prize for their contestant. We got a couple contestants that I pulled uh, names from the Tadpool list that aren't able to be here live. Scott, you're going to be playing for Jeff Bremel in Knoxville. Tennessee. That's the one. And Brian, you're going to be playing for Paul Reidlinger in Toronto. Oh. He, is, he is known as CND Movin in the Tadpool when he's occasionally oh. able to join us. Toronto. Canada. Yeah, that's Toronto. awesome. Love that. Exactly. Very cool. Yes. All right. All right. So let's get into this. Uh, speaking of Oscars, this is a great time to bring this one up. And it did randomly come up today. So it's like, perfect. Uh, Oscar winners for Best Picture. Which which three of these six movies actually won the Oscar for Best Picture? Oh, so okay. kind of one. There's okay. one at least one gimme in this one. Right. Your choices are Bonnie and Clyde, Bridge on the River Kwai, The Matrix, West Side Story, High Noon, Terms of Endearment. <laughs> the Matrix. Yeah. Um, kind of a that's kind of a gimme. This is made, you know it's the the game that's made for old people. As sure, people. sure. We sure. got to have some easy stuff in there. I get it. Yep. Um. Boy, howdy. Let's see. Well, the only Oscar I'm concerned with is the one that lives in my trash can. Mm. Oscar in the <laughs> trash can. He's kind of a grouch, though, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, you know. I think I'm going to go. Hey, wouldn't you be if you lived in a trash can? I wouldn't you? Well, yeah, it's true. All right. I've locked in. All right. Have you both and- locked in? You both have locked in. Let's see what you guys picked. Uh, yeah. Both of you settled on Turbos of Endearment. That is uh, absolutely... A winner. Bridge on the River Kwai also won. However, Bonnie and Clyde did not. Shit! Oh. Uh, West Side Story, the original one, yeah. as did, uh, like you said, Bridge on the River Kwai in terms of endearment. Bonnie and Clyde, Matrix, duh, and High Noon did not win. Ah, I thought duh. Bonnie and Clyde won. Dang it. All right. That's a good yeah. movie All still right. to this day. It is a good movie. I chickened yeah. out. I Warren almost Beatty picked on West Side and, Story. Uh, oh, you almost did West Side Story? Yeah, you should have. Yeah, I chickened out, though. I chickened out. You would have run away with points, man. You would have. You got three, so you're going into the second question with three points. Um, Oh, I can tell you, actually. Bonnie and Clyde lost to In the Heat of the Night. The Matrix lost to American Beauty, and High Noon lost to The Greatest Show on Earth. Oh, In the Heat of the Night, me where Archie Bunker is, like, living in a southern town? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, no no other Heat of the Nights have been... uh, uh, made uh, <laughs> except the TV one. show that was pretty good, but the movie that was yeah. that's the one that's the <laughs> oh is that the TV yeah, show Brent's talking about, about. <laughs> oh 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 gotcha okay <laughs> with yeah. Carol O'Connor all yeah, right yeah. get to number two <laughs> number two says Hardy Boys books which of these are actual books oh in the Hardy Boys series of books <laughs> oh my god the Bombay Boomerang database danger motocross madness the peacock puzzle the sinister <laughs> signpost and the vanishing viking i thought it said sinister oh shit post i don't know why a little alliterative. i've never uh, i've never read a single hardy boy book this is going to be all guesswork i'm going all in which is what this which what i think the books were about right yeah I don't. Motocross Madness is a video game, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It is. All right, I'm. I'm just. I'm going for it. I'm going all in. Okay. Hope oh, you guys are both locked in. One I watch. Point. I get to watch what Scott picks and then unpicks. Mm-hmm. And for a second, you had the Peacock Puzzle, Database Danger, and the I Vanishing Viking. Yeah. Please which tell me, were Dad. All three of the wrong answers. Yeah. The correct answers were Shit. the Bombay Boomerang, the Sinister Signpost, and Motocross Madness. Great, great. 
Uh, maybe I don't a video know. game, but it's also a Hardy Boys book. I knew Dark Are Dame the Hardy database. Boys books any good? I don't know. I have never read a single one. Yeah, I have no idea. Oh database dangerous. I know there's a whole generation that love them. That's too early for databases. It feels like it does feel like it's way too early for a database danger. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Pronounce database. Scott. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> database. How could I forget after what's his name wins an Oscar and he used to play da- data? <laughs> no, he played data. Oh, it was data. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. The and the. Come on. Come All right, let's confusing. get to the last one. Uh, you may not know your Hardy Boys books, but let's see how well you know your Kanye West songs or your Ye oh songs. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, which of these are Kanye West songs? <laughs> Diamonds from Sierra Leone, Christian Dior, Denim Flow, I Am Amazing, Flossy Bossy, Robocop, and Purple Diamond Royal. Well, I know what I want. God. I don't know. I, I am <laughs> I not. Know. I, know I don't listen to Kanye, I so I really to don't know. But I'm going to go for it and pick a couple here. Okay. Uh, you have to, yeah, you got to you gotta go big, Scott, if you want to win. Flossy Bossy. Got to pick at least two, because one, if he did sweep yeah. it, he could beat If me. you do two, you, and, and you two. get them both, you tie. You tie. But if yeah. you go three, you can win. And I think, I think it suffice it to say that... Uh, Jeff Bremel in Knoxville, Tennessee, would like you to go for. Three. I bet he would. Yeah. Um. I wish I knew. It. I, I just don't know. I'm just gonna choose. Yeah, I only know one. But man, oh, these other ones are. I don't know terrible. any. This is all a guess. For me, it's <laughs> mostly stuff I like the sound of, and one of them I hope is right because it sounds like he thinks he's amazing. Yeah, I really don't know. All right, I'm locked in. It looks like he All is. All right. Good. Oh, you're so Ellen. close, both of you. Oh, uh, no. So, you guys oh. both picked Diamonds from Sierra Leone, is indeed yeah, that one. a Kanye song. Robocop is indeed a Kanye <laughs> West song. Oh, okay. I, oh. I Am Amazing is. Just his, just his mantra, but not a Kanye West. Oh, Christian Dior Denim Flow. It felt. Christian Dior Denim Flow is the other Kanye West song. Those other three, not songs, but, but you know, again, I'm Amazing is a Kanye lyric. And I'm trying to think of what song that's from. Maybe that's but, what I was. Yeah. Oh, because these, yeah, these are just older lyrics. Stuff. So these are lyrics, not names of songs. Just I'm Amazing is the only one that, I, that I'm that i pretty sure is a lyric. I have no idea about Flossy Bossy or Purple, purple Diamond Royal. <laughs> that one felt that one like, yeah. No Robocop. Idea, is the song Robocop, yeah. is it about Robocop? <laughs> like, is it a full-on rap about, you know? I, I wish I could tell you uh, definitively one way or the other. I have it's no a, it's a, yeah. What's your name, it's son? Officer Murphy. What's on, your name, uh, son? Oh, it is? Okay. Well, I want it to Got be him. about him fighting the uh, Ed Two Hundred Nine, and you know, <laughs> exactly. I'd buy that for a dollar. No, that's uh, killing. Yeah, I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, I'd buy yeah. that for a dollar and all that. That's what I want. But that's not what I'm going to get, is it? If I go listen, I'm not going to go listen. Yeah. So forget it. Yeah. Uh, well, that means I lost, Brian. That's a, that's yeah. a bummer for yeah. t- Tennessee and all. But all that does mean that Paul Redinger, Redlinger uh, from Toronto, Canada, won, and he's going to get these prizes. The games are. Serpent Rogue, The Serpent Rogue, and Grow, Song of the Evertree. But Jeff Bremel is not going away empty-handed. He's getting that game. Hako Life. All good games. Ooh, Once again, right. we don't give away any crap here, okay? We don't give away crap. It's no, always, always no, good. Never. Hey, Dunaway, speaking of no crap given, mm-hmm. uh, you and I hmm. doing a Play Retro tomorrow. Our big topic yes. this week is going to be... Bonker. Conker's Sorry. Bad Fur Day. I almost said. <laughs> from the N60. 
The N64, when uh, Rare slipped one at the end of the N64 lifecycle, right before Nintendo uh, launched their GameCube and went for a more mature audience, mm-hmm. Nintendo for a brief moment lost their mind and said, sure. Yeah, go ahead, sure, Rare. why not? Drunk, sure, cool. Drunk Squirrel? Yeah. yeah. You've never made a game we don't uh, make a lot of money from, so we'll go ahead and make a dirty yeah. little squirrel game. And they did. Dirty little squirrel. Is he really game. a dirty little squirrel? Oh like yeah. Oh, he is. Oh, if you've never played Conqueror's Bad Fur Day, you should tune in tomorrow. I'm sure Scott's gonna have plenty of clips. Oh yeah, I got a lot to say about squirrel. him. It's uh, oh. a lot of people want more sequels. They want more. They want more out of that series. They're probably not gonna get much more. Um, no, Microsoft that, ruined everything. Yeah, Microsoft, lot, ate, Microsoft ate that ate that sandwich. But uh, what was I gonna say about that? Oh, he his first appearance though is actually in uh, mm-hmm. Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah. And nobody nobody knew who the hell it was. It was like, who's this? What is yeah. this character? Really, were they working? I guess you'll tell us on Play Retro. Yeah, but yeah. Were they working yeah. on that game? A, when- a clue, a clue. yes. Five years in development. Uh, that along with Banjo-Kazooie. Guess who won out for the top <laughs> spot? But yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a bummer because I really like Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, yeah. Banjo-Kazooie is yeah. a great Weirdest- game. Nothing, yeah. nothing wrong with that game. Weirdest uh, combination of, what is it, ostrich and bear? I like, what is what is. What were they? Was uh, he was a bear, the, but I don't remember. He's what, a kazooie, right? Is that a name of a bird? <laughs> well, what was the thing? Didn't he have a bird on his back, and that's how he, he, had, could, a, he had a bird? Yeah, yeah. And the was bird is kazooie, or was it a? Let's see, kazooie bird. He's a. He, I guess I could a, wait until right. you finally get around to that game for play retro. That's yeah, that's question. true. Well, it's actually it may it'll be it'll be talked a little bit about, about tomorrow. Because okay. okay. it does, it does have an impact on what little... how bad uh, Conquerors got there. All right, found it. Uh, Banjo Kazooie, typical fictional, blah blah blah. Let's see, uh, created by a British game. He's so a wombat. Rare. Banjo and Kazooie are both introduced. Burp, 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 burp. Uh, uh, they don't bear, say right? what it is. How do they bear, not right? say what the bird is? No kidding. Oh, the bird. Yeah. Uh, oh, species. Here we go. Brown bear for Banjo. Breagull for Kazooie. Yeah. Breagull. Brie Gull? Yeah, like Brie the Cheese and Gull like California Gull. Okay. Brie Gull. I was thinking that was like a character from Lord of the Rings or something. <laughs> Brie Gull, dude. <laughs> Brie Gull. Ah, former King yeah. of the North. Brie Gull. That's great. <laughs> and then Tootie was later, right? That was a different bird. Right, right. That was... No, Tootie, oh, was, really? a, Tootie was another bear. Tootie was his girlfriend. Right? Tootie was on the Tootie facts of life. You guys right? are both you're both smoked and cracked. Tootie was on the facts of life. Dude. I don't know where you're getting this. <laughs> she roller skated now, everywhere roller she skating? went. Is that roller skating Tootie or is that the uh, roller the, later more mature Tootie? No, it's roller Tootie. Yeah. You got to go roller Tootie. Roller Tootie. What other Tootie matters? That's the only Tootie that yeah. matters. Oh, my God. Remember the, like the early, the early episodes, she was always on roller skates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time. But later, she. you're right. She yeah. got more mature later on. and she was less yeah. about the skates she ended up more. kissing uh ended up kissing george clooney yeah i think so <laughs> wow who saw that coming <laughs> nah, no, men of kidding. a certain age know what the hell we're talking about anyway uh dunaway uh being uh, here with you has been a, a trill a real treat and a pleasure and we hope oh, that your rest of your nice. week is great and uh, we'll see you tomorrow for play retro it's brian dunaway everybody watch him as he goes <laughs> he goes <laughs> at the end <laughs> Uh, one quick story in the news before we go. Please, All right. It's time for today's news, and it's brought to you by Dreams of Running a Record Store with All the Frog Pants People. Uh, I had a dream last night, and we were all we we all ran a record store, kind of like Capitol Records or oh. 
not capital. What's the, gray whale. Or, yeah, like uh, a gray whale, like that. Yeah, yeah. Super or, indie. Uh, we're if all you're really. If you're really old, uh, Sam Goody or Music Land. Yeah. Or, uh, yes. Or Empire. Empire Records like is a movie. great example. Yeah. Anyway, so we're we're running it. Brian's there. I'm there. Uh, t- uh, Tom's there, and he's the biggest freaking hippie in this thing. Just long hair, <laughs> Tom. Uh, running uh-huh. the business, like making sure bills are paid and rent is paid sure. and, and paychecks go out and all that. Veronica Belmont is in charge of all that. Yeah. It is a weird yeah. little dream. But it was That's fun. It was positive. It seemed like we were, we were very successful doing the, you know, hucking the, slinging the vinyl, Brian. My, uh, like, you know, let's say, let's say it's like, all right, Brian, you've got, you've got X amount of money enough to 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 open a business what business do you want to open mm-hmm. and obviously it would have to be something podcasting related but sure what i would do basically the uh the shop that uh chloe grace moretz had in um what was the the series that we really liked oh, the on, one we uh, just watched um the, yes. the, uh, the peripheral is the peripheral yes yeah. it, it's a 3d print farm like where you've got a bunch of 3d printers you can design 3d stuff for folks and then the back there's a nice little studio where i can podcast nice oh man That's, can you imagine that is, that is like the dream the dream job just having these things constantly churning out articulated geckos for people or or you know whatever yeah and, uh, i have a very similar dream but mine involves the Frog Pants Cafe, which is a front, oh, see, like that front end like coffee and Danish and, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Some kind of art gallery kind of there, too. People can go look. But then in the back or like up and on the loft is like a 24-hour podcast studio. We're just up there making content there all day. And like audio, like pipe, piping the audio of whatever show yeah. we're doing. Is yeah, right in down into the, the thing. Exactly. So people can hear the dumb shit we say. Oh man! Oh yeah, with D and D tables in the back. Thursday night D and D every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few video games. TV's Travis. Yeah, like uh, Joust Machine, Tempest Machine. If Carter and I have our way. This is going to happen one day. She'll run the yeah. cafe because I don't want to run that part. But she can well, and, and Kim will do all the the cooking and like you know. Yeah, they can do all that. I'll be upstairs yeah. recording. You all do. You yeah. do the cafe. Man, I got this new keyboard for my PC that can sense yeah. when my hand's coming near it. Get out. Really? Yeah, and I didn't know I was getting that. It just came with the with the setup, and it's it's an EVGA brand. They just make video cards and stuff. But mm-hmm. I go near this thing, and it starts. It lights do, up or something. Yeah, the the, the keys go, and if oh, I wow. move away, and I go back toward it. It's so weird. I didn't know I had a little sensor in it. It must. That's kind of right. crazy. Anyway. It's kind of creepy too. Freaking me out. Uh, let's uh, let's do this story. Oh, it's, it has to do with records. Actually, funny enough. Perfect. Uh, check this out. Sales of vinyl albums overtook CDs for the first time right now since the late 80s. Oh, my gosh. Uh, sales of vinyl. It's not It's not good news for either format, probably, when the numbers are this low. But sales for vinyl records have been on the rise for years. But according to RIAA uh, uh, 2022 year-end revenue report for the music industry, record sales hit a new high last year for the first time since 87 Unit sales for vinyl outpaced those CDs, vindicating the uh, all the people who had spent decades of their lives talking about how vinyl just sounds better. Well, also, I'm not one of those people. I, I, I'm not like, oh, the vinyl has such a warm, rich sound. I like the physical ritual mm-hmm. of putting a record on, cleaning it, and then putting the needle on. It's like sure. it makes you feel very close and personal to your records. Yeah. But if you give me the choice, I'd go digital. Yeah. Just digital with good speakers all the way. Same. <laughs> Sorry. Same. Sorry, folks. Like, if you just want audio quality, 
digital. Well, I have bad news or I have good news for you and bad news for everybody yep. else. That's the reason that they've overtaken CDs again because music, digital music sales have far outpaced streaming services in particular have outpaced sales yeah. of physical media so much that they've actually knocked CDs down below vinyl albums, which is already incredibly low. Yeah. So the yeah. bar is if like... Physical Rrr. media is just tanked. It's, yeah, exactly. It's like saying that vinyl overtook CDs makes it sound like, oh, wow, a surge of vinyl. No, it's really just a, a hammering of all music sales by digital and there's little, little tiny bars on the bottom that show vital and yeah scene. this is an ant-man finally unseating avatar at the at the box office that's not this kind of overtaking right. of sales right this is more of a weird low bar but anyway uh revenue on vinyl records has been higher uh, than revenue on cds for a while now the riaa says the vinyl albums earned 1.2 billion dollars compared to 483 million for cds that's actually a big difference it's huge. The yeah. growth in vinyl was more than enough to offset a drop in CD revenue, helping overall physical media revenue climb 4% over 2021, which was already way up over 2020. Uh, streaming services still account for the vast majority of all music revenue in the, in the U.S. in particular, 84%, uh, up from 83. Uh, they say an average of 92 million streaming uh, music subscriptions active in 2022. I assume that spread over... The two major platforms, Apple Music and Spotify, and then there's a few others on the other end. Sure, um, as far as ad-supported stuff like YouTube, which generated $13.3 billion. Uh, uh, growth of streaming Two questions. Yeah. Uh, when when is uh, Minidisc coming back? Because, boy, am I ready. I still have. I've, I, like, saved everything just for, for the day that Minidisc comes back. I'm ready now, too, because you sent me one. I got one right yeah. back there. I know. You'll finally be able to watch, uh, uh, what's-her-face, Juliette Lewis roller skating. It'll be great. Can't wait. Uh, in the tiniest bikini ever. <laughs> also, uh, the last, like the only CDs that um, uh, that I've bought in the last ten years are ones that I need so I can own a physical, uh, so that I can own the media of stuff I play on the show. If oh. I can buy it digitally, that's my first. And I go to Amazon, iTunes, uh, iTunes abroad if I can get it. With one of my one of my other accounts and a VPN, mm. uh, I'll do that. Uh, but if I can't own it digitally, then sadly, it's like okay, give me that used copy for four dollars on Amazon Marketplace. I'll take it. Wow. Yeah. See, even even Brian, music man, uh, extraordinaire, billions of songs. Yeah. He's got it everywhere. He's got hard drives full of this stuff. He's still still product exactly. Rather go digital. And these and the albums I'm getting, like the vinyl albums, like uh, this awesome one right here of uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, 50, 50 years old this month. Oh my lord! Um, those come to me from an Amazon subscription. It's like one of those loot boxes, but you get a a awesome album every month. Mm -hmm. Like uh, this month, it was actually Tusk by Fleetwood Mac, which, if you ask me, just under um, under rumors. Under rumors, as really, far as the, I yes. need to check that out because I, I barely listen to anything well, but rumors. Yeah, if you listen to rumors a lot and love it, jump jump one more album forward and listen to Tusk. Okay, yeah. all right. Does it feature? Um, You've got some songs on here, you know. I, uh, I'm sure I do. Yeah, uh, give yeah. me give me some um, track names I would know. You've got uh, what makes you think you're the one. You've got uh, Sarah. The, oh, I know the, that the one. Big song by uh, uh, Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Uh, think about me. Yeah. I don't hold you down. Maybe I just want you around. Yeah, that one. Uh, what else? 
Oh, that's about it. But uh, <laughs> the title track, which is the title track, which is a a banger, and uh, Mick Fleetwood employed a bunch of school marching bands to produce the drum sound of that. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. So yeah. what? What if you were like some? You're you're a guy now in your fifties who was a kid then. I'm a guy now, and I am in my fifties. Yeah, but what if you were the got one of these kids that was in the marching band and you got paid like twenty bucks or whatever? That would be a cool thing to always tell people. That would be really cool. Like thing. we got yeah. paid to do exactly. the drum stuff for Fleetwood. Mac I gotta see. <laughs> Just gotta see if if uh, let's see. Experiment with different found sounds on the song. Fleetwood and Buckingham played lamb chops and a Kleenex box on the uh, track, respectively. So if you listen to the song Tusk, you're hearing Mick Fleetwood play lamb chops and uh, Lindsey Buckingham play a Kleenex box. How do you play lamb chops? I have no idea. Uh, like they recruited the University them? of Southern California's Trojan marching band. So I'm sorry, not not high school, not high school. marching bands, but a college marching band. Gotcha. They needed the yeah. the pro level uh, marching band. I get it. Yeah, exactly. So I need to know. I need to see somebody. Is it bones or just the action? Is it is the meat it on must the, be bones? the bone? I don't know. That's a really good question. I need, yeah. I need to know more about. That. <laughs> How do you play the lamb chops? I need to know more. All right. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Anyway, uh, yeah. final story here before we take our break. Um, I'm going to jump to this one just because it's fun. Chuck E. Cheese. Are you familiar with Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, yes. Yes. What does that E stand for? Did, has it ever been know. revealed what Chuck E. Cheese's middle name is? I don't is? know. We should find that out. It's probably Eddie or something. Let's see. Yeah. Chuck Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck. What does the E stand for? Oh, it is. People are saying it's entertainment. Like, entertainment is his middle name kind of thing. Is it real? Oh, a lot it of people is. know this. Apparently. It's Charles Entertainment Cheese. I, I much prefer Matuba's answer, which is Emerson. Yes, I'm Charles Emerson, Emerson Cheese. Cheese the third. <laughs> Charles Entertainment Cheese. Holy shit. Okay. How well, do, so many people do that. How do we not know that? That's and, amazing. Uh, All right. So and, Chuck E. Cheese yeah. still uses floppy disks to make its rodent mascot dance. Oh, wow. Aww. Uh, until 2019, believe it or not, the U.S. nuclear weapons program ran on eight-inch floppy disks. All right, as a, a, oh, up right up until 2019. Yeah, dude, because oh, yeah. they got Jeez. the old reliable. This is something uh, uh, a computer security person would tell you that sometimes the oldest stuff is the most secure because you just you yeah. can't hack it. You know, like it's not on yeah, the internet. Yeah, but any and, magnetic media, you got to feel like. Oh no, that accidentally brushed past a kitchen magnet that Clarence gave me for, you know, a little joke magnet he bought me at Spencer's. No, you're not wrong. It feels, I mean, they must have be- like tons of backups, right? Tons it's of like, backups. Why not a zip drive at least? Or yeah, no kidding. A jazz drive. Ah, uh, yeah, a whole, space. a whole uh, gigabyte on a jazz drive. <laughs> That's right, a jazz drive. Uh, let's see. As of today, there are still quite a few technologies that rely on floppies. Boeing 7047 uh, jets use them still. Well, that's comforting. Uh, part of the San Francisco public transi- transit system. Not surprising, maybe. And a slightly less concerning, but no less amusing note, the performing animatronic creatures at Chuck Entertainment Cheese restaurants. Uh, employees in wow. this video, there's a viral TikTok video going around where an employee shows off the winter 2023 floppy disk sent from corporate. Uh, the TikTok user demonstrates how he loads the 3.5-inch floppy into a larger oh, computer. It's- 
a 3.5 inch floppy. Yeah. So a little bit better than an 8 inch at least. <laughs> a little more modern. <laughs> a little more modern, yeah. Get a little metal clip that some, moves some good to the old side. 1989 technology or 90, 1990 technology. I used to, oh, that's a story for a different day. Anyway, large computer server in order to relay the data uh, for the long standing song and dance routine for the robotic animals. Uh, let's see if I can actually pull this up. Uh, and really you guys cool. can see this video in action here. Uh, it's do you actually there. have in your house somewhere? Do you have a three and a half inch floppy disk? I have a three. Uh, yes, I have multiple. Um, if I could yeah. reach it, I'd grab it. But I have the entire installed disk set of Doom Two over there, <laughs> and I kept that for some reason. Nice. I don't yeah. think it. I think my I've guess got, is it doesn't work. But I think I've got the System Seven uh, install disks. The Macintosh oh, System great. Seven. That's great. <laughs> Remember, it was like, ooh, System Seven. System Seven. That's the yeah. one. Uh, I think that's the one Jeff Goldblum used to hack the aliens. I think. <laughs> it might have been. I think yeah. it was seven. Um, I can't find the TikToks. Not clearly sure. hypercard. I don't know why this isn't showing up. Hold on, everybody. Oh, here it is. Oh, this all this guy does is like show. He looks like he's from the '80s, but he just shows video of him doing stuff at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, I gotta follow this account. This. Oh, great. that's cool. I'm following it now. All right. Well, he's called Showbiz Pizza Man on uh, TikTok. I recommend it. Go check what, it out. Uh, what do the, uh, the the animatronic robots in uh, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's run on? Because those don't run on floppy desks. Those run on like Satan or something. The, uh, right? the, tears, on... of, the tears of children, yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't so. know. Badger, never... Badger Lord, I think, would be able to tell us that one. I've never played that game. Um... I, I haven't either. There's one for the Oculus that I think I might pick up. Oh, you should, and then tell me what you think. I will. Then it will be you who has to endure. Do whatever. I do I hate Meta enough to not upgrade to one of the newer Oculuses since the the Oculus one? I guess it's the Quest. Oh, you got the Quest, the first one. Quest, I have the right? Quest one, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Meta Quest two prices just enough to not up uh, upgrade. <laughs> I don't know. Like the Pro is not for us. That's for. People no, who are crazy. Not. Yeah, I would wait until the end of this year because Apple's going to announce their thing. So, oh yeah, that's happening yeah, okay. like before yeah. September. So I would wait before I would. Y'all wait. Do anything? Because Apple always does everything better. Yeah, and, and yeah nobody, that won't and stir up any. In our chat room would disagree. With no, that. That, there'll be no consternation from that statement. <laughs> It'll be fine. Poke, poke, poke. Yeah. Any bears in the audience? Poke, yeah. poke, 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 poke. All poke. they want. They just they look. I don't want to get it. you, you, you people in the chat with your Pepsi and Coke fights. I don't want any of it. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into the uh, break. And then when we come back, we're going to do a little app slappy. So stick around for that. So Steven's out. He's yeah. got a thing uh, today, doctor's appointment or something. Boy, look at all yeah, these old he couldn't guys. Schedule, he couldn't schedule his physical on the same day we scheduled <laughs> ours. I'm really disappointed. How sad indeed. But um, not sad because there's music. What are we playing? What do we got? Yeah, we're listening to a band from Indianapolis, an alt rock band. You guys, you guys who uh, really want the the heavier rock, this is your week for Indian in the Middle. I think all three of the songs this week are going to be rockers, going to be bangers. This is a brand new single, back again from the band Chin Up Kid. Uh, after a four year hiatus, these guys are back again. Here is the Indianapolis alternative rock band Chin Up Kid, and back again. Whoa! Yeah! Whoa! 
Football is back, and we have you covered each weekday afternoon on OutKick's Hot Mic with Hutton and Withrow. Some of the best football guests from Armando Salguero and John McClain to Trey Wallace and Bobby Carpenter, plus the top headlines and reaction to the college football and NFL weekend. The Chiefs go for dynasty mode with Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid. They're the favorite, right? Yeah, they have to be. The AFC goes through Arrowhead, but the Bengals and Jets, they're all in to reach Vegas, and the Bills and Dolphins are also confident. Withrow, what about college football? Can you say three-peat? That's what they're hoping to say in Athens, Georgia, as the Bulldogs continue their march to college football dominance, while a cast of usual characters led by Michigan, Ohio State, and Bama nip at their heels. There's plenty of craziness on a week-to-week basis. Pull up to the bar with us each weekday afternoon. We're streaming live 36 p.m. Eastern across the Outkick Network. Podcasts available everywhere, and always check out Outkick.com. NFL and college football covering your favorite teams. Outkick's Hot Mike with Hutton and Withrow. You could do anything. I'm also going to tell him about the way you run your business. The Morning Stream. Sometimes I can and sometimes I can't. Who gives a damn? And we're back. I need to know who that was. I don't have any idea. Sure. Oh, I've, I've been glad glad you asked, Scott. That is Chin Up Kid from their brand new single. Well, it is the brand new single. It's called Back Again after a four-year hiatus. Chin Up Kid is back with a song called Back Again. They're back. Back again. What's Guess up? Who's, who's back. Man. Something, something. Uh, and, and a little, uh, not really a point of clarification, but if you guys are really looking for a uh, Bruce Springsteen song about pedophiles, I'll point you to the song Working on the Highway, which is about a pedophile who goes to jail. Great. Yeah. Great. I was that really, way, I was worried that I wasn't going to get know, a exactly. pedophile it's like, song. Oh, dang it. I need a Bruce Springsteen song about a pedophile. Well, yeah. you're just, you're just uh, too late. It, was a, it came from an earlier album than uh, Born in the USA, which is where I'm on fire was. I. You know, I don't know if you know you actually did this today, but here's what you did, Brian. You reminded the people, the the populi, okay, yeah, good, yeah, what I, that yeah. Uh, context matters, right? Cont- exactly. Sometimes people forget there's nuance in anything people say, and sometimes nuance involves when it happened, who said it, how long ago was it, what was what was uh, what was the culture like at large. Like, don't always assume that a thing you read in 2023. Is what you think it read like in eighty two, or exactly. fifty nine, I mean, or whatever. yeah. The term "daddy" really only used by um, little little fiery short Irish women, and that's about it. That's the only <laughs> real use these days of the term "daddy." But everything else, that all comes from uh, days long ago. Some like mid twenties, um, <clears throat> just fiery right little around, Irish weirdos I'll be right around there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Usually, usually talking about Pedro Pascal, but could be anybody. Could yeah. be anyone. Yeah. Could be anyone. Could be anyone. Oh, 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 you guys hear this? Uh. App Slappy. I present you the bangingest track that Eric Van Skyhawk ever made, and uh, that is because he and I used to do a show called App Slappy. It was dedicated to app reviews. Stephanie, you can leave the room now. Uh, but uh, Brian and I revived it here for TMS, so we can talk about apps yeah. once in a while, usually when Steven's gone or we have some other little... Uh, uh, break in the action, and that's what we're going to do today. Real quick, before I forget, 
this is not a spoiler. Mm-hmm. This was already known thing. But the entirety, almost, uh, not the entirety, a very large portion of the finale of The Last of Us takes place right in the middle of Salt Lake City. Ooh. Oh, really? I thought you could say in an app. I'm like, oh, that'll be interesting. No, definitely not that. Okay. But All right. Don't say uh, more. That even, that even. That's not a spoiler. Well, I mean, you'll, you'll see it and you'll recognize, you'll recognize well, stuff. And that's why I appreciate it because it wasn't just like faking it. They actually did yeah. it. Like it was yeah. the real city. And I know right where they were and it wasn't like faked or, I mean, it was faked. Uh, how do I put this? I think it was filmed there, but they do the magic in the background with all the CGI and the whatnot to make cities yeah. look like shit. And they did it there, and it looked amazing. I want to live in that post-apocalyptic <laughs> version of my city. I would love that. Anyway. Awesome. Uh, yeah, there is a literally a sign that says Salt Lake City, right? <laughs> well, there's that, too. Yeah, that helps. Um, okay, let's get to this. So I'll start today with uh, a game that I grabbed um, on Apple Arcade. <laughs> yeah. All this Apple talk pissed more people off. Um, this is a game that you can only get there right now, but I have a feeling this will end up in in um, other places after the exclusivity window's over. So maybe mark it down and keep your eye on it. It's called Stitch, and yeah. if you miss the early days of the App Store or the Google Play Store when the games leaned into like simplicity and no ads. And it was mm-hmm. just a thing you play because it passed the time you're at the doctor's office and you're like, boy, this sure is a good way to kill some, you know, kill 10 minutes before I get taken in there or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is that. And it's a real interesting return to that kind of game. So basically, it's a puzzle game that's both visual but also deals with numbers. And I'm showing the video to the chat room for those at home just listening. You're given, uh, you basically have a camera that zooms in on needlepoint or like a stitch looking cross stitch. Cross yeah. stitch. That's better. Yeah, that's a better way of putting mm-hmm. it. And it's got a cool like realistic texture to it, and you know you feel like mm-hmm. you're looking at somebody's actual cross stitch. And in it, you have a grid, and the grid use, uh, has a very a variety of numbers, and those numbers are like a five and a six, a couple of threes, whatever. And your goal is to be like, all right, I need to figure out how to do s- coverage of six of these. And five of these without crossing into each other so that I can also get the two threes. Right. And there's a way to do it. And they get it gets more complicated as the game goes on, obviously. A bigger grid, more numbers. But it's really it's a really good like brain test of like where should yeah. these where should this stuff go? Because you're doing like consecutive boxes that all share the same number and color, and you're like, all right, well, that could be a three, or I could do down for the three there, or right uh, across. But it's always like connected, and and you can't like have an L shape. It's always going to be like if it's four, it's going to be like two by two or four along or something like that. Correct. It's always down, um, and even the odd numbers, they're always they're vertical or horizontal. There's no like right. uh, you know cutting corners. Grids. Or yeah. Which which is a fun rule to have to remind yourself all the time because the game is is trying to trick you <laughs> into yeah. thinking that they go in different places. But then part of your so while you're doing the math, you also want to try to be tap into your creative side and say, well this can't be here because that yellow color of the top of the gecko in the stitch, if this is yellow, it needs to be up here where the yellow is. So I can't be dipping down into these other numbers. So it's a really cool combination of like um, composition, kind of art recognition and then numbers. Mm -hmm. And I got really sucked into this. I didn't expect to be, I kind of thought it was a little throwaway at first, but 
Um, and I guess it is, and that's maybe part of why I like it because it is yeah, kind of you know, throwaway. It's, it's so easy to pick up any time and not have to like. You don't need to devote a lot of time to it. It remembers where you are. So even if you don't finish a one of the hoops, it lets you pick back up where you left off. Mm-hmm. I I love this game. Yeah, I'm so glad and the wiping yeah. the wiping thing is <laughs> wiping wiping's easy. Um, it, it's it's just kind of satisfying. It's like ah oh, yeah. yeah, it's like you're almost doing lasso uh, Photoshop lasso over over a bunch of that space and. It just feels satisfying when you've when you've done it. So yeah, uh, big yeah. recommendation here. Sounds like Brian likes it as well. If that's not I enough do, for you, yeah. then you know I don't know what to tell you. And we can't help you. We just can't. We help can't you. help you. This is on Apple Arcade, which means it also runs really well on um, M1 Max. And my my M1, uh, I play it on there when I'm in a boring Zoom call. It's a fun mm-hmm. way to play this, and it works with the mouse just fine. So yeah. anyway, go check it out. It is called Stitch. Uh, and it is available on Apple Arcade uh, currently, maybe somewhere else later. But for now, that's where you'll get it. Uh, Brian, what did you bring today? People who are on multiple platforms will love this one because this is not strictly an Apple game. Uh, it is the game called Moncage, kind of like Montage, but you got a C instead of a T. Might be pronounced Moncage, but I don't think so. I feel like it's got to be called Moncage. Uh, they'll want Steam, the App Store, and Google, and Switch, and all every every place. However, I would say you definitely want to play this on a touchscreen thing. So Steam Deck, your your Google phone, your Apple phone, one of those. But um, you might, you know, I haven't. I don't know what the the Switch. Uh, play is like or keyboard and mouse play if you do it that way on steam but uh, anyway the point of the game is to uh is to get through this visual world of levels and very very mist like in this way but instead of having like this big open screen you've got this box in the center of your screen that almost looks like it's got mirrors reflecting different worlds on either side uh, and what you want to do is rotate that mirrored box or rotate that box so that things on one side of the box somehow manage to match up with things on another adjacent side of the box. For example, a wheel or a track or a ladder, things like that. And as you uh, as you move that box, as, as you make that wheel on, on one panel match up with the wheel on another panel, that rotates and, and a new area opens up. And this looks this like a trip. My gosh. Sorry. It this is, is a trip. So and it is so it is so fun. It has got such like the graphics are gorgeous. It is uh uh it's just a beautiful game to play. And it's another one where you can kind of pick up and put down. If you ever get stuck, you can like press down with two fingers and it'll highlight the next thing that you should be looking at to try and match up. And it's like, oh, I should be looking at this toy train track. Oh, and it kind of matches up with this bent fence over on this panel. You get them to match up, and all of a sudden, the train goes off the track onto the fence in the other area and opens up another uh, another thing. That's it's, wild, uh, dude. Look at that. It is, uh, it is really, really cool. I'm showing some extended uh, gameplay here, and I'm... Yeah. I'm getting this today. This looks insane. Yeah, yeah, it's great. No, no micro transactions or transactions. Uh, it's. I think it's Apple Arcade. Maybe it's not Apple Arcade because they wouldn't be able to put it on. They can put it on uh, Steam. They just can't put it on Google or on. Uh, yeah. Android. So since this is on Google Phone as well, then uh, then it's probably just a regular. You pay for uh, it? Or is it free? I think I paid for it. I'm trying to. I bought it a while ago. Yeah, four ninety nine on the App Store. Nice. It's worth it. You'll it's... you'll get 
you know, it, they say it takes you four or five hours to get through the whole game. I'm I'm just having a blast going through and like watching the animation from everything. Uh, Moncage, M O N C A G E, made by the fine folks at Optilusion and uh, Nintendo Switch, Android, Microsoft Windows, and Mac and iOS. So pretty much everything. That sounds great. I love the art style. I think this looks awesome. Almost like yeah. Puzzle Box, but yeah, uh, obviously that you know different than just open the drawer and find the key. Right. Yeah, but very similar to those. What the the room or the the box things like that. Those games. Yeah, oh, I love those games. I do too. All right, you've sold me. I'm in. There you go. Uh, so Stitch excellent. and Moncage were our two games. Today. Very very nice. There you go. Those are your app slappies for the day, and uh, that's going to do it for us. We're going to get out of here, and uh, when we come back tomorrow, we'll have a full day. Uh, you know, morning of stuff. Regular right. show. We'll have a Bill. We'll have a Bobby who we'll call Bill. Yeah, and, we'll call uh, Bill Bobby. Bobby Bill. It'll all be yeah. fine. Someone's making shit out of foam. The other one's talking about the moon. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> and then Wednesday, we're, I'm gonna, they're going to repeat this so that people don't go, where's the show today? Right. Oh, now me saying this, just, now they're it just going to joke. Now they're going to all do it because they think they're funny. Oh, but the pod feeding thing? No show on Wednesday. Oh, pod feeding. <laughs> okay. That means that we will not be here Wednesday, and I'm just letting you know early. We'll tell you again tomorrow, and then we just won't be here Wednesday, and then we'll be back Thursday. Okay. That's right. We'll be back. It's fine. It'll, It'll be, be fine. fine. It'll be okay. And we'll have Wendy with us, and she can be all the therapy for you missing a show on Wednesday. Okay? Exactly. All the horrible mental trauma you've experienced for not having a show on Wednesday. She'll be here to solve it. All right? So anyway, that's all coming up uh, th- uh, throughout the week. Big thanks to everybody on our Patreon for supporting us. If you haven't yet, patreon.com slash TMS. Please get over there. Give us your love. We need it. And uh, you'll know why when you read there, why you'll be compelled. It's just so many good reasons to join up. So go check it out. That's patreon.com slash TMS for all your other needs for this show. You can find them at frogpants.com slash TMS. All right. right. I think that's it, Brian. Let's get out of here. Do you have a song we can play? I have a song. Yes. Uh, Pirate Ian wrote in and said, Hola, cover master. I tried to submit a song last month, but realized today that I sent the request to the wrong place. Two and a half years ago, I met my best friend and love of my life, Ashley. Her birthday falls on Valentine's Day, so technically I'm only a month late. Nice. John Prine's In Spite of Ourselves has been in heavy rotation throughout our relationship, so covers of that or any John Prine covers would be great. Ashley, he says, I love you, but I could eat. <laughs> I could but eat I what? Could eat. Uh, I could eat rice? It just says in quotes, but I could eat. But I could eat. Uh, okay, sure. Yeah, and then love the show, though. D-O-H, Pirate Ian. All right. Pirate Ian, this is for your girlfriend. Let's party. Be safe out there. there. Be safe. Yep. Apparently, that's a little in-joke between the two of them. So, how cute, I hope. Uh, All right. So, um, I don't have a cover of uh, In Spite of Ourselves by John Prine, but I'm a big John Prine fan. Did a whole tribute show for him when he passed away a few years ago. Um, let's get to this one right here. This is, uh, might be one of my favorite John Prine songs personally, and, uh, great for a, a sweet little couple that likes this sort of thing. It's called let's talk dirty in Hawaiian. And, uh, this, <laughs> this cover is performed by those darlings from the broken hearts and dirty windows, a tribute to John Prine. It came out in 2010. Here is though. Here are those darlings and let's talk dirty in Hawaiian.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. There's a chicken in the room. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.